The scripture this morning is Ruth 1, 6 through 17. Hear the word of the Lord. Then she started to return with her daughters-in-law from the country of Moab, for she had heard in the country of Moab that the Lord had considered his people and given them food. So she set out from the place where she had been living, she and her two daughters-in-law, and they went on their way to go back to the land of Judah. But Naomi said to her two daughters-in-law, go back each of you to your mother's house. May the Lord deal kindly with you as you have dealt with the dead and with me. The Lord grant that you may find security, each of you, in the house of your husbands. Then she kissed them, and they wept aloud. They said to her, No, we will return with you to your people. But Naomi said, Turn back, my daughters. Why will you go with me? Do I still have sons in my womb that they may become your husbands? Turn back, my daughters. Go your way, for I am too old to have a husband. Even if I thought there was hope for me, even if I should have a husband tonight and bear sons, would you then wait until they were grown? Would you then refrain from marrying? No, my daughters, it has been far more bitter for me than for you because the hand of the Lord has turned against me. Then they wept aloud again. Oprah kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth clung to her. So she said, See, your sister-in-law has gone back to her people and to her gods. Return after your sister-in-law. But Ruth said, Do not press me to leave you or turn back from following you. Where you go, I will go. Where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people, and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die. There will I be buried. May the Lord do thus and so to me, and more as well, if even death parts me from you. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So it's Mother's Day, and that's had me thinking a lot about motherhood. Um, it's not something I can actually relate with. I'm not a mother. Um, I like to think I show some, some motherly love to our dog, Peanut, but that's about uh, the extent of my experience with motherhood. But looking upon the lives of other people, I recognize that motherhood looks different for everyone. For some people, motherhood is actually bearing children, conceiving and bearing children and uh, raising them. For some, it's motherhood through adoption. For some, motherhood comes with a lot of loss and heartache. For some, motherhood means only knowing their children for a brief time. For some, motherhood is not knowing their children at all. And we could continue to go through the list of uh, every point in which motherhood looks different for different people. For example, for some, some people choose to be motherly figures for others. And while we could keep uh, parsing this out, the one thing that I did recognize as I've been uh, trying to keep up with a lot of people on social media this week is that 
all mother figures, whether um, blood mothers or a mother figure by another means, all mother figures, I believe, can agree that motherhood is challenging. Once again, I don't have a whole lot of experience with it, but looking out at the experiences in the lives of others, I see that. For example, motherhood is challenging for the characters in our text today. In Ruth chapter 1, now, you know, throughout the book of Ruth, the story does focus a lot on Ruth herself, but this first chapter, the focus is on Naomi, Ruth's mother-in-law. And for Naomi, motherhood has been very challenging. She has just recently, out of our text today, has lost both of her sons. Lost both of her sons. And we don't have like a full explanation as to what happened or what was going on or anything, but we know they are no longer there. And so Naomi ha still has her daughters-in-law, the wives of her son, but she has experienced tremendous loss. And they, and she, along with her daughters-in-law, are weeping. And this entire first chapter is very heart-wrenching because we feel that loss. We feel this suffering and this hardship. And Naomi's just kind of like, look, I'm burdened by this. This is overwhelming for me. And so, and, you know, her, her daughters-in-law, uh, Ruth and Orpah, are having to go through similar emotions. And so in this uh, sort of tale of compassion amongst these women, we really get to grasp the challenge that comes with motherhood. Ruth herself is also facing a challenge of motherhood, being that she may not be a mother. Her husband has passed away, and there are uh, not many chances left for her. And the rest of the, of the book of Ruth does play that out a bit, but this is something that, that she's having to wrestle with. More to attest to the challenges of motherhood lies in mothers today. For those who have children in their household, mothers are having to play multiple roles at once, be it mom, as well as teacher, as well as also keeping up with their own jobs, and who knows what else is going on as well. Motherhood is challenging in, in that respect as well. Motherhood is challenging whenever children are no longer around whenever they've grown up and moved out. And once again, we can continue going on and parsing out the different ways that motherhood is challenging for different people. But the one thing that I want us to focus on today isn't on the hardship of motherhood, but is rather on how the love of a mother figure can make a difference. That's kind of the theme for today how the love of a mother figure can make a difference. And so throughout our time uh, together today, I want you to be thinking about those motherly figures in your own life, whether it be uh, the mother who birthed you, maybe the woman who raised you, maybe someone who invested so much in your life that you consider them a mother figure, maybe the person who has loved you unconditionally in the way that you imagine a mother would. We all, in some respect, have mother figures in our life, and so let's consider today the way that a mother figure can make a difference. And the first thing to note here is that when it comes to the love of a mother, it's not just a one-way street. 
we have to note that different people have different responses to motherly love. You know, a, a mother figure can be loving in many different ways, but then it's still up to the person on the receiving end to choose how to respond. For example, Orpah is one of the, uh, is one of the daughters-in-law in our story, one of Naomi's daughters-in-law. And she, her response to Naomi's love is obedience. We often kind of forget about Orpah's response here in this story, but Orpah, after first arguing with Naomi, both her and Ruth say, no, we're not going to leave you. Naomi says to her, please just go back to your own people so that you can just have a chance at a happy life. Leave me alone and don't worry about me. And so even after protesting, Orpah chooses obedience. That's her response to Naomi's love. Now, Naomi has loved her daughters, uh, her daughter and daughters-in-law as much as her sons, but both of them end up having a choice in how they choose to honor her, and it comes about in different ways. For Orpah, it's obedience. She does what Naomi asks, and she should not be considered any less for it. Ruth's response is disobedience. If you just look at the text, Naomi is saying to both Ruth and Orpah, go back to your own people, to your own land, to your own gods, and try to live a happy life without this burden that I would bring to you. But they both protest at first. Then Orpah obeys and obliges, but Ruth refuses. She chooses disobedience. She chooses to stay with Naomi out of love and loyalty for this mother figure in her life. Now consider, she is choosing this person who has shown her great love even over her own mother, even over her own family, even over her own people because of the love that Naomi has shown. Now each person, when they are faced with love, has a choice of how to respond with it. And we often see many different responses to that kind of love. But it's this response of Ruth I want to take into consideration today. Remember, we're looking at, the, at how the love of a mother figure can make a difference in a person's life. For Ruth, it inspires her to stick with her mother-in-law through even the most harsh of circumstances. And now, we need to consider when we're talking about the love of a mother figure is that the love of a mother does not come out of a vacuum. The, any kind of love does not come out of a vacuum. It's not like all of a sudden one day we understand how to love. And so we have to ask, who was the first to love the way that a mother does? Who was the first to love that way or the way we expect a mother to love? God. God is the very first to love, to be the embodiment of love. God is the very first through whom creation comes about. God is the very first through whom there is endless compassion for all of the children of God. Now, I'm not about to turn this into some conversation about uh, gender or anything like that. I do, however, want us to recognize 
that the love of God can be considered motherly love. In fact, the whole book of uh, the prophet Hosea sees God as a mother figure. And so for this time, let us consider what it means to have God as a mother figure. For that same love which the mother figures in our lives show was first shown by God. And just as Orpah and Ruth could choose how to respond to Naomi's love, so too do we get to choose how we respond to the love of God. Consider this dynamic for a moment, the dynamic between God and us as the dynamic between a mother and a child. You see, God's love is endless, relentless. It continues on and on reaching out. And then we have how we choose to respond. For some of us, we may choose to respond to this love by ignoring it, by saying it's not there, by pretending it's not there. We may choose to respond with ambivalence, just kind of shrug it off, it is what it is. We may choose to respond with our own love, return that love. We may choose to respond with obedience. We may choose to respond with devotion. We have the full spectrum between hatred and unending love with which to respond to the love of God, and we often see that uh, spectrum represented across the whole of humanity. And so, in the same way that children respond in many ways to their mother figures and their own lives, we also have that choice to respond to the love of God. Now, I want to look back at Ruth's response really quick. Whenever Ruth is challenged by Naomi to return back to her own land, to her own people, to a life of comfort, to a life of hope and potential, this is what Ruth has to say. Do not press me to leave you or to turn back from following you. Where you go, I will go. Where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be, your, shall be my people and your God shall be my God. Where you die, I will die. There I will be buried. May the Lord do thus and so to me and more as well if even death parts me from you. What a passionate response Ruth has to her mother-in-law, to Naomi. In Naomi's hardest and darkest times. Now, Ruth had every right to just simply do what Naomi was saying, to return to her own people, to try to start a new life over again, to find some hope away from this. For you see, Naomi has not much left to give in her own life. One of the challenges that comes with the time period that uh, most of the Bible is written in is that women did not have much status did not have much position, did not have much hope in life apart from childbearing and apart from having children. And then those children would in turn provide for the mother uh, and and their parents really in, in later life. But Naomi has nothing left. Doesn't have her husband, doesn't have her children anymore. She is desolate. There's nothing left for her to hold on to. And so 
In this time, Ruth, it would make sense for her to simply return back to her own land. But instead, she makes this vow. She gives this response to the love of her mother-in-law, Naomi, to this mother figure in her life. And she says, okay, I'm coming with you. No matter what's ahead of us, I'm going to stick with you through it. And I wonder what it would look like if we chose to respond to the love of God in the same way. If we chose to look upon the love of God in the same way that Ruth does. For this love of God that is never ending, that is always reaching out to us, even when we may not know it, even when we may not feel it, even when we may think that everything else in the world is saying the contrary. God's love is still reaching out for us and we have the choice to respond to it. What might it look like if our response was similar to Ruth's, saying, where you go, I will go. Where you stay, I will stay. Whom you love, I will love. And you will be my God. Imagine having that response to God. Imagine following through with that response to God. Because just as Naomi goes on into an uncomfortable phase of life, so too does God move into the uncomfortable parts of our world. So too is the love of God challenging us, spurring us on into some of the harshest places. And so we're faced with this as well. While the motherly love of God reaches out to us, we also have the choice to respond to that love by either rejecting it or embracing it. But here's the thing. No matter what we choose, God isn't going to stop loving. God will always be loving. And so, my challenge for us today, my challenge for us today is to simply give thanks for the mother figures in our lives, especially for God who loves first and foremost. Remember those people in your lives, those people who have stood out with compassion, with kindness, with gentleness, with patience. Remember those people in your life that are always there, even when we don't expect anybody to be there. And remember that the first person to do this and the person who will be doing this at the very end is God. And so let us give thanks this week for the love of God. And let us be like Ruth who gives up, who gave up everything just to go where Naomi would go. And may we give up everything just to go where God goes. May we hold on to nothing else except for the love of God. Let our lives be for the God who gave everything for us. Let us return that love back to God in the same way that God loves us. Let us say, where you go, I will go. Where you stay, I will stay. Who you love, I will love. And you will be my God. On this day in which we remember the greatest love of all, let us not forget 
that we still have a charge to respond to that love. And let us pray this morning.